Hey, entrepreneurs and website owners, if you're ready to take your online presence to the next level, you need a reliable web post. And that's where HostGator comes in. HostGator is your one-stop solution for easy, affordable, and powerful web hosting. Whether you're launching a blog, an online store, or anything in between, HostGator's got you covered. Don't miss out on creating the website you've always wanted. Visit Stigmas and Open Wounds slash HostGator today and let your online journey begin. Welcome to another episode of Stigmas and Open Wounds. I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. So this week we are going to be tackling the changing seasons. So what does this mean for you? Well, we did do a mini episode later last year just to kind of get you guys ready for this. So you guys are probably a little bit deep into it maybe. So I kind of want to let you guys into what the heck this means. So right about now, I'm probably pretty deep into this whole changing seasons, uh, mood swing and all that stuff. I'll bet you when, uh, when this episode airs, Eric is probably reassuring me a lot and secretly getting really, really sick of me for the reason that as we record this, it is the last week, actually probably the last day or two of November, and I am wholly deep into my seasonal depression already. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be a rough one this year, I'm thinking. So I kind of want to get into explaining what the heck that means for everyone and what you can do to cope with that. So I love living somewhere where we have four seasons for the most part. I really do. I love, I love autumn. Really, that is my favorite month. Honestly, I do. But I love the beginning of it. I love when we got the changing changing leaves. I love it. I love when I get to just start putting on the sweatshirt. But as soon as those leaves start to fall off and it starts to get really, really cruddy out and all of a sudden you start to see that snow, my mood starts to change. And I start to feel my mood changing really before any of that actually really happens. I think my body actually starts to sense all of the changes before the weather does the changing, if that makes any sense. Does that make any sense to you, Eric? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. I mean, I'm sure that, sure somebody that's much smarter than us could explain why that is, but probably like due to the changing of the barometric pressure or yeah. something like that. I am Do not ex- take that as a quote because yeah. that is probably not right at all, but it's something along right. those lines. I, I, will, I will definitely say I am extremely tied to the barometric pressure, and somebody else will be like, um... You guys are all wrong. But anyway, there's great things to the four seasons, but then there's some major downfalls. And the downfall is seasonal depression. And there is a term for it. 
And I love that somebody actually came up with three words that when you shorten it and make it an acronym, it comes out to be SAD. And I very much hope that they did this on purpose. I hope they came up with three words that they're like, oh my gosh, let's tweak this and make it sad. (laughs) So what it is actually called is seasonal affective disorder. So I I just call it sad because I think it's pretty kick-ass, quite honestly. I'm like, yeah, I got my sad, you guys. So basically, I started suffering this year, early November. And that, I think, is the earliest I've ever started suffering. And I think a lot of things to, to blame this year. Not even really going to go into it. I think I went into it kind of in an earlier episode. I've got a long, long year ahead of me. Let's just put it that way. But I do, I do have a few stats for you guys. And these are compliments of my good friend Lisa, who we had on a, a couple episodes ago. And it comes from a very credible source, comes from her mental first aid training. So obviously, based on what she had for us, we we do know that this is some very good information that I get to share with you guys. I don't want to bog you guys down, but I do want to give you guys a little bit of a background to this, a little bit of background of what you guys can do when this stuff hits, okay? So the first thing I do have for you guys is that I want you guys to understand that, first of all, it's not just somebody like me who's already affected who can get this kind of disorder, okay? According to the American Psychiatric Association, SAD affects 5% of adults in the United States and typically lasts 40% of the year, which to me makes sense. I mean, because I kind of think that winter lasts about 40% of the year here. So, but no, would you say that you're affected by this all the way through winter? Yeah. Like, I, but I mean, it must subside. I, I got to imagine that there's a peak point where it's just starting, the season is starting to change, and then. There's a period of adjustment and then it gets better for a little while. And then the only time for me that it gets better is when we go on our little vacations, whether it's a mini vacation, a big vacation, I would say it starts to get better as soon as things start to blossom. If you recall, I actually, I've had times in say April when I've come to you, remember, and I've said, did it last this long? last year yeah i suppose so if you think about it if it starts now it doesn't always start in november sometimes it starts at the end of november sometimes it starts in december but if it starts in november december and it goes until april gosh i hope it doesn't go until may i don't think it ever has but if it does think about how long that is Mm -hmm. so but i do want to go back to that it's five percent of adults now, that might seem like a small number, but just for fun, I looked up the number of adults in the United States. Just the adults, there are 258.3 million adults. 
So 5% of that, okay, I hope I don't botch this number up, $12,915,000. That's a lot of people. That is 5%. That is how many people, in theory, suffer every year. Now, that could include people like me who already suffer with some kind of mental illness. That could include somebody like Eric who doesn't suffer on a regular basis, who just says, you know what, it's depressing outside and I'm suffering more right now and I need to get a little boost right now. There are people who go on medication for just say the darker months. Mm -hmm. Like I have heard of, I I don't want to be quoted on this. I, I feel like Seattle might be one of the highest for depression, for depression yeah, yeah. in winter or perhaps just all around because of the rain, which is kind of funny because the rain equates to our snow and cold. So that is my first statistic that I do have for you. So I would like to kind of let you guys know the signs for yourself, for somebody that you may be living with, a friend, etc. You might see changes in sleep patterns overeating, which I know everybody overeats this time of year, right? Fluctuations in weights, social withdrawal, lethargy, changes in sex drive, mood variability, and anxiety. So these are just kind of, I guess, really the normal things that you should be looking out on a kind of an everyday basis. If you see any of these, quite honestly, with somebody that you love or even yourself, that, you know what, something might be a little bit up and I should check this out. But especially this time of year, you might want to look further into it and be like, okay, this isn't right. And maybe, maybe it is just this time of year and I just need this extra booster. And after this time of year, I can, I can get off of this. And here's the cool thing is maybe you don't need a medication There are a few things that are just self-care strategies that you can do or self-care strategies that you can do above and beyond what you are already doing besides medication, etc. Here's some things that are recommended. There's exercise, which we've talked about in many past episodes. Light therapy. I don't know if we've, I don't, don't believe we've ever talked about this. There are specific light lamps that simulate sunlight. I actually used to have one of these. I tried it. I personally didn't like it simply because I have, I get migraines. So it just didn't gel with me. And I also was not very patient. (laughs) So I prefer the natural sunlight, even if you don't, the sun isn't as vibrant this time of year. (laughs) Just take a walk around the block, man. But definitely something worth looking into if that's more more your speed. And the other thing is relaxation training. And so basically what it just says here is focus on tensing and relaxing muscle groups can help you relax voluntarily. Which basically to me just sounds like really get yourself a really good meditation app. I've been trying to teach myself how to meditate for a while. I'm a little bit too high tense. <laughs> so those are a few things that you can do for yourself. 
And if you have troubles doing it for yourself, ask somebody to help you. And I'll bet you, you can have somebody do some of these actions with you. Somebody can maybe work out with you. Maybe somebody will meditate with you. So yeah, those are those are really some things that you can do to help yourself. Because I, I honestly do know that this is a bummer time of year, especially being stuck in the house for the people who have snow and crummy, crummy weather. So I don't know. Honestly, I'm just kind of sitting here and I'm looking at Eric and I'm thinking, have you actually, Eric, ever struggled with any kind of of sad and yeah any any kind of seasonal disorders any kind of like blues during the winter i think anybody that says they haven't suffered from something like this is well they're i don't want to say they're lying but but i think basically i'll put it this way i think everybody is affected by this and i believe that the reason why people had have depression are affected by it more is just because it's more severe for them than it is for the average person. Right. But but I think everybody's mood drops when it gets gloomy out. I, I and I'm thinking that there's totally. probably evidence to prove this that that you take a person and stick it in, in a light sunny room, mm-hmm. and then you put them into a dark room. They're just going to be less upbeat. Yeah. From that being in that different environment. Oh, totally. So, I've never suffered from this where I would ever need to think about, like, what do I do to help myself get over this? Right. So so I can't really give any tips or tricks. But I can ask you the same, a very similar question to what you just asked me. And so you talked about some of the things that experts say you can do mm-hmm. to get over these, get over these sad moments, as we will coin them <laughs> moving forward. And... So which of these do you employ? Which ones work for you? Which ones don't work for you? You know, what are you doing to get ready for this time of year? Because you know it's coming, so do you just let it come? Or is there things that you have found like, oh, I got to do this because then I find that that might help me in this area? Yeah. Well, I definitely, I don't do the light training, to be quite honest, you know, when I saw it, when I saw the light training, I was like, oh man, did I get rid of my light? I can't remember if I got rid of it or if I put it in a closet somewhere. But I, I do exercise and, and I, I do that. I try to do that anyway. I, I, I do the yoga because for, for really my, my mind, my body and, Sometimes I'll do the meditation part at the end and sometimes I sit and she's like, you know, breathe in, breathe out. And I'm like, yep, not happening today. I can't concentrate on anything. Eyes are open and you say they should be closed. Okay. And so there's, there's days where I can, I can kind of meditate with her, even if it's a short meditation. And then there's days that I can't. And, and then there's, I, I've been looking and looking and looking for a meditation app. And I know, I know, especially right now, I know that I need to get a meditation app because we were just talking earlier today that I think I've been grinding my teeth even worse, like when I'm not sleeping, because I know it's when I'm not sleeping. But in terms of 
in terms of planning for it, it's one of those things where it's like a storm that you know is going to come and you kind of keep thinking, okay, it's going to come, it's going to come. And I have all these things that I have to do and I should do, but you also don't really know how to plan for it in a sense. I'm not really sure if that makes sense because I guess there's really not a lot that I feel that I can plan for until until that comes because I guess it's kind of a more reactionary for the most part. It's kind of like, well, I guess I can really just get as much sun as I can get. I can sleep when... I can just try to re- relax. I can just take as much me time. And I think that's just what I've been trying to do. I've just been saying, you know what? When I need time for myself, that's what I have to do. And that's the only thing that I can do is say, this today is my day. I've pushed myself too far or I need sleep. My body is just wasted because the just the weather the whatever and I don't know if there's really too much that I can do to prepare because even though I know it's coming each season is very different like for some reason this season is very different from last season and I don't know why I don't know if it's COVID I don't know if it's the the snow is just coming sooner I'm not really sure but each season it just feels different from the last and it's harder to plan so the most you can do is just say this worked last year I have to keep this in my banks and pull this out okay so let's let's focus on that comment right there you said this worked last year well what worked last year I think really I liked my yoga I loved my yoga I, I really progressed in my yoga and I was so proud when I just kept up with it and when I was like making progress and when I could meditate and and I was really working on finding a meditation app and I thought I found one. I didn't. But that was a big one. And honestly, just having little things to look forward to worked last year. Like we had kind of talked about in, in like the kind of prequel to this episode um, about having little things to look forward to, whether it's a little vacation, a date night, a little treat for yourself, whether it's a, I believe you said it was a cinnamon roll or a, you know, if, if it's a snack, anything, sometimes you just need to treat yourself. I, I go for little things. I don't care what it is. So sometimes you just need to treat yourself. And I think that that helps so much. And sometimes just a day on the couch with the cats and a good movie or good podcast is just the best thing in the world. And then you realize that, you know what, I can make it till tomorrow And if I can make it to tomorrow, then I can make it to the next day. And you just got to concentrate on making it one more day. Because if you can make it halfway, then all you got to do is make it halfway more. 
and a little bit more and so, a little bit more. So would you say that having a couple things lying around the house that are not allowed to be touched until until you're in that place where, you know, I'm in a really bad place here. I need a sudden instant gratification, some sort of little treat. Yeah. Using using the cinnamon roll as as a as an example. You just have a six pack of cinnamon rolls and nobody can touch those cinnamon rolls because those are the cinnamon rolls when you have that moment that you need to have those cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I have I have chocolate in a cabinet in in my office. Totally going to find this. You are not. But yeah, I do. And if you mess with a woman's chocolate, you are the worst husband in the world. FYI. And this is a note to Eric and any man out there. Well, and the thing I would also to kind of counter that is is that it's great to have just chocolate, but I do also think that if you only rely on one thing you're going to be disappointed that thing is going to wear out and it's going to lose its effectiveness yes you need to sit down and devise a list of so many different things and let's not make them all sweets because you don't need to gain 30 pounds over the winter because fighting your fighting your depression right so and because that is also that is a special kind of hell too because you are going to be going in like a a circle about like well i just need to to do this to because i'm depressed and then you're like oh my gosh i'm so depressed because i'm fat but the thing is this right now is not the time to beat yourself up you know what sometimes you just need to say hey guess what i'm human and no matter what i don't care who you are you are human and just be a person it's okay like, I used to always be on a diet, and I would be like, I can't eat this. No, I don't care. Guess what? You're human. Be healthy, and that's all that matters. So just don't beat yourself up for eating something. It's okay. Treat yourself, especially around the holidays. Enjoy the holidays. Also, don't stress about the holidays. I know that when this airs, it's after the holidays, but you still might have some holiday things going on. Don't stress. And still remember this for next year or anything like that. Don't stress about that because that's my biggest thing. I still had, I, I had to learn last year. I'm just like, you know what? The holidays are not a big deal. If I don't get a big tree up, it's okay. I downgraded my tree to a smaller tree because I was like, you know what? It's okay. Just because I always had a big tree, I got a smaller tree. I don't I don't need a big tree. There's little things that I compromised on for my mental sanity. And it works for me now. So that started to kind of help. And now my mental sanity, like came back in like slow waves. The point being, you need to do what helps you. If you don't get your decorations up, if you don't get this done, if you don't get this done, it's okay. The world will not end. So that is just something that you need to to realize too with this is that 
people might not realize that you are going through this and you need to take a step back from the world and say, okay, people might put pressure on you to do these things, whether it's work, holidays, family things, etc. And you need to say, okay, what is important right now? And the absolute number one thing that is important is you and your mental health. So take that into consideration and just remember that. And then start thinking about how you can help your mental health. What would make you happy? What would de-stress you? And then just start putting into order and say, okay, what can I do? And then what do I want to do? And all these kinds of things. And that's going to start making your life a little bit easier. Because that's really what started to make my life easier. And that's what started to make my life happier too. So I don't know if that's going to make anyone else's life happier, easier. But people will start to understand. I don't know if you need to add anything to that, Eric. No, I I think I think that's good. I'm interested in hearing anything else you might do to help alleviate this, help make it better. One other suggestion I think would be a great suggestion for anybody to take is that um, you you said earlier earlier that every you know every year you're asking does it always last this long <laughs> or does it start did it start this early last year and I would tell people that a very easy way to know that is to journal it yeah you know I mean. Every year, it doesn't even have to be a sophisticated journal. Every year, get yourself a calendar, and when you start feeling this onset come on to you, mm-hmm. you know, you can see, you can just mark it on a calendar and say, start, and then when when it gets better, end. And yeah. the next year, you know when it started and when it ended, when to expect that this is going to happen. You can truly know if, oh, is the season longer, or or is it that, okay, you definitively think it started earlier for this year, for you this year, but because it started earlier, is it going to end earlier? We don't know. Right. In theory, I would think the season's going to end earlier, so I would think that you, this is going to... I would think this spans the same amount of time every year for you, unless we have like a weird year. Where I know. I kind of want to get an, a farmer's almanac. Yeah, I was kind of thinking like I want to I want to start journaling down, but now this has kind of become my journal. So, I don't really need to write it down so much. But yeah, that was going to be a suggestion of, of mine too is start writing it down too because that is something that you should really take up with your doctor because if all of a sudden you start to realize like okay, so it it started earlier, it ended later, but there is no rhyme or reason like this year I feel like there's a a reason as to why it started earlier so I think I understand why however if you can't figure out why it started earlier and and I do plan on talking to my doctor however if you can't figure out any rhyme or reason and maybe even if you can talk to your doctor whoever you see whether it is just a family doctor, whether it's a psychiatrist, whoever does your medicine. And if you talk to a psychologist, 
talk to them, talk it through, figure some stuff out because maybe they want to increase your dosage. And if you are feeling kind of cruddy during this time of year, they're probably going to want to increase your dosage or at least talk to you a little bit more through it. Sometimes my doctor increases my dosage. Sometimes he doesn't. I know I've, I've been taking a little bit of extra lately. Uh, so definitely keep your doctor in the loop through all of this because they're going to want to know all this. And a lot of times your doctor does want to see you around this time of year or kind of before the, the season changes just for the fact of like, okay, so, you know, did your mood or is your mood going to start to change? You know, do we want to switch things up or did it switch back to, I guess, not normal or normal for you type of thing? At, at least my doctor does that. So depending on what your doctor does for you, if your doctor doesn't, maybe you can request and say, hey, look, you know, can I see you in, say, October, November? Could we maybe talk about this? If And if I start to change, can I call in a prescription? Can we increase this, etc.? Because I, I, I do really think that that is important or, or say, could we talk about my options at that point? Just for the fact that, yes, the things that I talked about, the exercising, the light therapy, those types of things. And there are a, a few other things I'm sure you can find online, definitely. But definitely, th those help. However, sometimes you just need a little bit of medication to kind of help push it along because sometimes your your body does forget how to make the the little happy happiness in it unfortunately and I know some people are like no I need to I need to do this all natural and I do understand that because I I like to do things naturally too unfortunately as a bipolar person I tried that it didn't work <laughs> um, but if you if you find that you need to to go on some medication during this time of year definitely don't be afraid to talk to your doctor and say, you know what, I need to go on some medication or I need to increase my medication. And definitely don't be afraid to do that. And if they say that they're full, call around, be firm, do what you need to do because this is not a time of year that, <laughs> that you need to be uh, messing around with, I guess. I've just, it, it's a dark time of year sometimes. And something that I would add to the medication with it, and um, I would talk to your doctor about this, but I, I almost wonder if, talk to your doctor, and if you can give him a good idea of when you think this is going to start on setting, maybe mm -hmm. he'll just say, hey, step up your prescription right away it, yep. before it even hits, and maybe that's going to curb exactly. You know, a lot of this, like by the time it hits. Yeah. <laughs> You're already going to be, because if I'm not mistaken, doesn't right. it take a lot of depression medications like weeks or even a month to really start kicking in? So if... uh, it usually will take, it depends. If you're on it, sometimes it only takes a couple days. It, it usually takes longer for it to get out of your system than in your system. So like, for instance, like when I'm on PMS, I will take an extra little bit ahead of time. But, and if I would have known this was coming, I would have maybe stopped up my medication earlier. And if your doctor is comfortable enough with you, they 
will hopefully be comfortable to say, yeah, okay, let's stop this up right away. If you're new, they might not do it. It's very hard to say. Each doctor, each person, it's it's a person by person, doctor by doctor type of thing. So, but you guys, all I can say is ask questions because it never, never, never hurts to ask questions. Because there's, there's been times where I've thought, why didn't I ask this? And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I, I asked this today and I'm so glad that I asked this. Just there's, there's so many different things that a question never hurts. There, they say that there are no dumb questions. And I know some people are like, well, no, there's some dumb questions. There are no dumb questions, you guys. You might feel dumb at times. There are no dumb questions. When it comes to your mental health, there's no dumb questions. And keep in mind, too, that, that with that, too, it there's more to it than just asking the question. The more thought you put into a, to that question that you asked to the doctor, the more serious they're going to take exactly. you. Exactly. Because if you just sit there and say, well, I want to take more medication because I feel bad right now. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a... The doctor kind of has to look at that and be like, well, do you Why? really need the medication, blah, blah, blah. But if you sit down and say, look, for the past three years, this has onset me at this month every year, and I would like to step my medication mm-hmm. up and leave my medication up until this month because this is the month I typically see it go down. Well, the doctor's going to look at that and be like, okay, this person put some thought into this. I don't see a harm in raising their medication during this period. Right. And so, yeah, let's do it. Because believe it or not, your doctor doesn't want you to have a crappy winter. Yeah. So right, they are there for your your health. They want you to to be better. They they took an oath, believe it or not. You know, I got to a point with my old psychiatrist who now passed me off, and my new psychiatrist also trusts me to a point where they're like, you know, if you need to take more, etc., just will trust you just kind of mention it to us and obviously we have to have a conversation but they feel very comfortable with me and I think that's the thing you you need to end up getting a relationship with your doctor and and that that that's the biggest thing is show them that you're putting the care into yourself and what you're going through and then they'll show you the same care back and respect. And then they'll say, okay, you know what? You obviously are are thinking about this. I'm going to think back about this. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Basically, the more information you can give a person, the better decision they can make. Right. You know, and, and in the end, it's kind of the doctor's decision. So, I mean, if you can present them with the best case of why you should be able to do this, you know. That just only increases your chance. And I feel like, and again, no personal experience here, and I'm certainly not an expert to be able to make these, <laughs> make the, tell you that this is fact, but I would feel like if you can curb this a little bit, you're not going to hit, if you don't ever hit that rock bottom, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot smoother sailing through. You know, if you just take a slight drop or if you kind of stay steady, it's not going to be a nearly as a hard a thing on you as if you go start up here and drop way down yeah. and then have to try to crawl back up. 
So, I mean, again, no science evidence to tell you that that's the case, but I just kind of feel like me getting depressed, it's a lot easier to not get depressed than to get depressed and then try to come out of depression. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and like I think something that I learned from this year is that, okay, maybe I need to kind of journal down from this year and say, okay, so the things from this year caused this. And maybe if next year is anything like this year, if I am as introverted next year, which I guess if this is coming out in 2022, so I guess this year. (laughs) So if 2022 is anything like 2021, then I perhaps need to keep that in mind in terms of, okay, some per, the maybe I am going to be starting all of this over again in early November instead of, say, late November, early December, like when I used to do it. And I need to be prepared for that instead of when it used to be all that good stuff and I need to be like, okay, so I should start kind of beefing up on my extra medication, on my meditation, yoga, whatever happiness time and all, just everything. And I need to just start kind of making a journal, notes, everything. Because that's something that I never never did, never had to do. I just kind of got it down like, okay, it goes to basically March, April. It's around that time of year. And then I slowly kind of crawl out of it. And then I emerge kind of when the flowers start to bloom. But I never really took note as to when it fully started. It just kind of started when the snow started ish. Mm Mm-hmm. But all I know is that this is the earliest that it started and the worst. And I think it's just the COVID socialization and just some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I think I definitely like your whole journaling idea. And for some reason, I've never, ever done that. So... Do you have anything else that you would like to add to this? Anything that... No, I think you, we covered all my questions that I would have in this situation. So Cool. So, yeah. All right. Well, so as always, if you guys would like to reach us, we do have an Instagram. It's Stigmas and Open Wounds. And we also have a Facebook page. And you can always reach us at stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. And in two weeks, we have a really interesting episode. It's the aftermath of a depressed episode. Most people don't really understand that when you have a depressed episode, you have all the stuff that you got going on and just kind of push it aside and then you got to clean it up like a hurricane. So I'm really looking forward to letting you guys... uh, Letting you guys kind of know what the heck that's going to be like. So, so yeah, we're going to let you guys in on, on that part of my life. And as always, if any of you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review yes. on your favorite podcast player. Yes. 
Hopefully it's a good review. If not, please just email me and let me know. Let us know how we can improve the show. Yes, because we're always looking for ways to improve. Always. I want to serve you guys better. So, until next time, I'm Tracy. And I'm Eric. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow.